Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, everybody jump! 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 Yes, yes, yes. It's a Thursday morning. Tash and the Moose back together again. Back with you right here on CBS Sports Radio as we come to you live from the Rocky Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is more than a house. It's a personal paradise. Get yours with Rocky Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. What's going on, Taz? How you doing, bud? Uh, not bad. Trying to, trying to stay warm. But a very cold morning here in the Northeast in New yes, York. Yes, uh, it is. For those that are in warmer climates, good for you guys. Maybe you're in Arizona. Maybe you're in lovely California or Texas or Florida. Not here. It's definitely chilly, but, you know... That's, it is. That's Winter's you, arrived. You live over here, right? You know, yes, it, that's it. Yes. I, mean, I don't want to exaggerate. It's not the like four a, seasons. It's not like, right, exactly. It's not like well, it's 20 degrees, well, but it's, it's still cold. It's like a damn cold, you know? Yeah, and it's it's nasty it outside. Your joints. Like, oh, that hurts. No question <laughs> about it. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. So uh, it is uh, chilly yeah, out yeah. there in here in the Northeast, but uh, yeah. we appreciate it. Uh, and thanks for tuning in here. We'll take you for the next three hours right up until 9 a.m. Eastern time here on CBS Sports Radio. We've got a lot to get into, certainly. Yeah. Um, and plenty to chat about, Taz. And we kick it off a little bit about the NBA because uh, certainly we've talked a lot about the popularity of the NBA growing over the course of you know the last five to ten years in terms of the personalities and how engaged the NBA athlete is uh, on social media and uh, you know how it's become prob- you know pretty much the second most popular sport in America, uh, right behind the National Football League. Or you know, and you could say it's a chasm between the two, but. Still, I mean, the NBA is clearly more popular than Major League Baseball. And then when you look at uh, the National Hockey League as far as the four major sports here in the United States, uh, but the issue they have this year is, you know, you look at the ratings across the NBA landscape and and they're down. Um, You know, there's no other way to cut it. Uh, They're down. I mean, the Golden State Warriors, as we knew them, are no longer Kevin Durant banged up hurt. A uh, member of the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, we know Steph Curry still with the Warriors and Clay Thompson still with the Warriors. Both those guys are hurt. One with a broken hand, one with a torn ACL. Uh, you've got LeBron out there in Los Angeles with the Lakers. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George in Los Angeles with the Clippers. Uh, but there is no, you know, the perceived best team in the Eastern Conference is. Uh, you know, the Philadelphia 76ers, even though they're, what, 9-5 and five on the year and came back from 17 points down last night at home against the Knicks, who aren't particularly good, to win that game by 5. 109-104, I believe, was the final score. Um, you look at it, there is no super team this year, really, in the NBA. And, you know, me, I, I would think that would be good for the league. You know, I, I would think that if you didn't have a, quote-unquote, you know, dominant team like we've seen in recent years with the Golden State Warriors, it's them and everybody else. Um, or when, when LeBron James was with the Cavaliers and dominating the Eastern Conference or the Miami Heat, or before that, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, you know, you would think that that would be good for the league in terms of the word parity, right? The National Football League loves the word parity. They go to bed every night and uh, put their head to the pillow owners and say, parity, parity, parity. We love it. Anybody can beat anybody, and uh, in any given year, you can go from worst to first and maybe potentially hoist up that Vince Lombardi trophy. Um, 
But this year in the NBA, you're not seeing that. Why do you think that's the case? I think it's a, a litany of uh, several things, and I think you hit on one of them, and that's the, the star players that are injured. And, and and you went through a list of them, and, and you nailed all of them. One you, I think you might have forgot is, is is the big star rookie from Duke, Zion Williamson. Yeah. Right? Another guy who's out, you know. True, uh, good f- point. Right or wrong, right? Yeah. He's a kid that everybody's looking forward to see play, and and, and then, he, you know, he's out hurt for the, for the Pelicans and stuff like that. But... Yeah, man, I think it's a lot, like you said, with the injuries. I also think it's like uh, Boston's real good to share. The Bucks are really good. I mean, thus far, it's early in the year. You know, I mean, I, I don't want to typecast teams outright. Uh, but these West Coast teams are really good. And, and, and for those that are living in the Northeast, uh, or the whole East Coast, I should say, you know, most people during the week, they're not staying up late at night to watch the Lakers ball out or watch, or watch you know, whatever, uh, the Clippers or Denver. You know what I mean? I think that's part of it, too. Um you know, I also I'm also want to get your take on it too because you're a little bit younger than me. But like, as I'm, I'm wondering, like, over the over the past several years, for for younger fans that watch the uh, NBA, yeah, you know, maybe maybe guys in their 30s and, and and early 40s or you know in that range, are you sick of the points? Like we've seen so much the, the nonstop amount of the threes and the points and where as we've talked about a whole bunch, they're not playing defense, they can't. It's a, it's a different style game, right? Than right. the game that you grew up on watching, yeah. Right, you much think that different. plays into it a little bit too. The points and stuff, um, like too I would, much. You know? Well, I mean, it does to me personally. You know, right, I, right. I don't. You know, if you're asking me my personal opinion, yeah, you know, I, I don't find the game to be as enjoyable, seeing as wide open it is, lack of defense. You know, they've adjusted the rules to favor the offense over the course of time. Here, it's a, a wide open game, a ton of threes being shot. Uh, but you know, I don't know if I'm the majority or the minority. Uh, in that stance, Taz. Um, yeah, you know, it, it's not like I don't watch NBA basketball because it's wide open. I still do. It's part of our job. We got to do it on sure, a nightly sure. basis yeah, and pay attention to what the hell's going on. So it's not like it's turned me off to where I can't watch it or I don't want to watch it. I have to watch it. Even, even if this was not my job, I would still watch the game. Do I find it as enjoyable? I don't, but... You know, we're going off uh, the fact that ratings are down from last year. The game is still was just as wide open a year ago as true. it is now. That's true. Yeah. So we're not looking at a case where there was some massive rule adjustment over the course of this one season or one off season to where the game has radically changed from last year to this year. So I don't know if that's necessarily affecting people uh, across the country in terms of tuning in. I mean, maybe the fact that, you know, our you know our brothers and sisters out west who are, you know, see the Clippers and the Lakers and are able to stay up late or don't have to stay up late at all because right. those games are getting going at 7.30, you know, west coast time, 10.30 eastern. Uh, those are probably the two most intriguing teams in the NBA. Um, on the east coast, you know, if you have to get up early for work during the course of the week, are you staying up and watching Celtics Clippers oh, last that's night? That's what I'm saying. No, yeah, I mean, you're you probably know. not, but... You know, I, I and and that that I think for the NBA that's probably a little bit of an issue. The fact that you you know they the the fact that you may be turning off half the country to the two most intriguing teams in the league. Yeah, no, I, I and that's a I think that's a big problem. You know that that's part of it. I, I mean, it's still early as we know, right? These teams, it's still it's a long season too. I think that's maybe maybe just spitballing you and I here. Maybe that's part of it too. Uh, the fact of that. You know, it's kind of like baseball, right? You know, Major League Baseball. Once the season starts, once spring train, once spring training is done, it is the season starts. You kind of know, hey, if I'm not jumping on, if you're just a, a baseball fan, yeah, I'm not jumping on right now because I know I got months and months of baseball right now. So the beginning here, eh, it don't matter much. I think some fans might think that way too. 
that might be locked in right now. Like, so if you're an NBA fan, you know it's still kind of early in the season. You know, these games are whatever, 13, 14 games in, whatever the heck it may be, 15 games in. And you're locked into, okay, yeah, college football, and there's college football on Thursday and Friday. You're locked into what's going on with the NFL teams, your fantasy football team. You know what I mean? Maybe that's another reason. Just trying to think of different reasons why. You know, um, but but I my just us talking here. I think the main thing is probably a lot of these stars that are injured right now. I think that's a big part of it. Um, the super, the lack of super teams is definitely an intriguing conversation, though. Because I, well, like, I mean, the, the Warriors, the Warriors it's yeah, insane. I mean, they're they, irrelevant. They stink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, and it's due to a lot due to the defection of Durant and then the injuries. You lose Curry, and you have Thompson coming back off a torn ACL that he suffered last year in the postseason. Taz, uh, that's going to do it to you. I mean, it's not like the league doesn't still have though. You know, stars. I, I I agree with you. The injuries we ran through the litany of them. And guys that are not playing, but I mean, you know, Luka Doncic with the the Mavs oh, is a star. Great. Twenty years old. Yeah, stud. Giannis yeah. is a, a stud. You know, when you look at the Milwaukee Bucks, they've got two big stars down in Philadelphia with Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. You look at the Boston Celtics with Kemba Walker and Jason Tatum. Uh, you know, you go around the league, and there is still stars in the league. It's just a matter of where those stars are placed right now. And why is this league now having a hard time this year and maybe gaining a little bit of a foothold? Let me ask you this. Do you think it has anything to do with, you know, what transpired in, in terms of, you know, everything and the, the disaster that was China um, oh, and how yeah. the league, yeah. you know, honestly, you know, kind of we all witnessed it. We all saw it. You know, and, <clears throat> and China is a, a major revenue stream. And, you know, we had America, you know, you had uh, you know some teams over there going to play exhibition games, Taz. And we know what transpired after the Daryl Morey tweet. Uh, in support of Hong Kong and the protest, and then that turned into an absolute PR disaster for Adam Silver and the NBA. Do you think there are people around the country that said, "Well, look at what how they backed down or backed off"? And you know, you know, we talk about free speech in this country, and then all of a sudden you have a general manager say what he said, and then he couldn't. He had to take the tweet down, and and the NBA basically did not want to affect their business model when it comes over to Asia and China. I mean, does that affect the popularity of the league? I don't know. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, it could have turned some people off, right? Uh, it could have bothered. Some, uh, oh yeah. Sure. I mean, I don't. I don't think there's any. I don't. I don't know what percentage of people, right, right? But I would say I think there were probably some people that were bothered by that. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think you could throw that in there for sure. I definitely think it's a very good point. I did not think of that. Uh, I think lack of guys playing every night too, because it's a long season. Get a guy like Kawhi, man. I, you know, he doesn't. He's not. He's not really playing back to back nights on a consistent basis. Those type of guys that are stars that that want to save their body uh, towards as they get into the postseason, if their team or they get into the postseason. You know, I think you're getting that too, where you don't have, you know, some guys that are playing every single night that are grinding. You know, that 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 too, I think could play into it. I mean, look, I think we're bringing up a, a plethora of different reasons why uh, their ratings are down. And it's alarming um, because it's a great game. And, 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 and these guys are stars. And then they become bigger than the game, a lot of these, these NBA players, you know, and due to social media and how they handle it and how the NBA embraces these guys. But yet, right now, it's just... It's almost like it's it's tough for the average fan to lock in right now, and and, the, the, and it's proof of the pudding is these ratings that are down. Yeah, and and I I guess it's um, the ratings are down. ESPN, TNT, both suffering a little bit. Um, and 
we ran through a, a number of different reasons there. I guess maybe it's a combination thereof. I mean, if you're Adam Silver, I guess, and you wake up here on this Thursday morning, are you concerned? Or do you think it's just, okay, it's a little bit of a blip on the screen. Let's see how this season plays out. Uh, as much as maybe right now due to the you know the, uh, the fact that you do have the NHL and you have college football and you have the NFL, all of that in full flight, Taz, is it a scenario now where you're, if you're Adam Silver, you say, let's see exactly when the NBA starts to gain more of a center stage look, right? Right. That's just uh, what I was may- saying. Yeah. Maybe it's a case that you know the, the you know the popularity <clears throat> will rise here, or or the ratings will rise uh, across the association. Maybe maybe that is indeed the case. I I, I don't know that answer, but I, I will say that. You know, when you look at it, I, I do know a number of uh, my friends that have had a hard time getting into the league this year and getting into the association and getting fired up about it, and they don't really have a great tangible reason as to as to why. They just tell you, yeah, you know what, we'll, we'll see exactly what happens. Maybe it's the team that there's no great team that you have to chase. Maybe that's the reason why. Um, <clears throat> but I, I do think it can work for them in the end, Taz, because I do believe this. Uh, when you get to the NBA playoffs, as much as right now you say the ratings are bad, if you get to the NBA playoffs as yeah. wide open as it appears it's going to be, that's going to work for the league. I agree. Because you're going to any because you're going to be able instead of looking at like four or five teams that can maybe win an NBA championship for a couple of years, it was two. Right, it was the Cavs with LeBron, and it was the Golden State Warriors. Those were the only two teams that you looked at and said those are the only two teams that could win a championship. You're going to probably be able to run down a list of seven, eight, nine teams that could win an NBA title if everything goes right uh, when you get to the NBA playoffs. And I do think for the league that'll work for them. Right? No, I do. I think once we get later into the year, like you said, towards the postseason, the numbers will go up. And and it's also for the hardcore NBA fan. That's maybe listen to what we're saying, and they're thinking, "Oh God, what the heck's going on? What, what are these guys? Is this correct?" And yeah, we are correct. The ratings are down, but this is not. Don't fret because this isn't a new trend. I mean, it just seems to be kind of be getting a little bit worse each year that goes by. Like meaning that early in the year, the numbers are down, but it does seem like it's getting worse as more time goes by. Right, it builds up momentum as right. the season does go along. But want to hear from you at eight five five two one two four CBS eight five five two one two four two two seven. Are you concerned about the ratings being down for ESPN TNT? Would you be concerned if you're Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner, in terms of where the league is right now to begin the year? You say, ah, it's not that big of a deal. I want to hear from you. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. It's Taz. It's Moose. It's a Thursday morning. You know where you're locked in. CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Uh, look, we've been talking about the NBA ratings that they've been kind of floundering, floundering, I should say, a little bit. Let's uh, go out to Portland, Oregon, talk to Jamal. Hey, Jamal, you're on with Taz and Moose. What's going on? Hey, how you doing? How you doing, What's man? going on, buddy? What's up? I'm good. All right, good. Shoot. What's up, bro? So, yeah, I was saying about the NBA ratings, I think it's down because it's a lot of the intriguing matchups that you usually see later in the season or you wait to you build up to see, 
usually came on. They they came on in the beginning of the season. We have Portland versus Denver. You already seen the Lakers play the Clippers. The Rockets already played the Thunder, and it's nothing to build up. I remember last year you had to wait for the Lakers to play Cleveland, even though Cleveland wasn't a formidable matchup. You still wanted to you build up anticipation to see that matchup, and I just felt like they did a bad scheduling this year with it being so wide open. You think this is the, you know, it, but if you're a fan, you're a fan, right? I mean, you, you think it yeah. all has to do with the way the, the schedule's been set here for the through the first, you know, dozen games or so? I mean, you think that's the reason why the game, the ratings are down? Yeah, and see, like, I, I still watch, don't get me wrong. And I, like you said, I'm a hardcore basketball fan. I still watch, but I just find myself turning to something else more interesting, college football, Falling asleep before the games is over, right, and right. I'm on the West Coast. So and you're right. on the West Coast, yeah, yeah. You're right? Exactly <laughs> See, right. Over here, it's hard. Oh, say, like yeah. And there's a lot, and and you know, the smile, and there's a lot of it's something we didn't discuss, Moose, in segment one here. And there's a lot of distractions for people. There's a lot of other options of you know entertainment to pull into your life. Let's say it's not sports, but 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 even on the sports you know, uh, topic, it's like like we said, we're in the middle of the football season here, and there's a lot of intriguing stuff in the NFL and in college football, and I do think that distracts a lot of folks, you know. No, but, but I, this my yeah. man's on the West Coast. No, he's <laughs> right, you know, and and I agree. Listen, I I think there's always a battle for you know the you know the you know the entertainment eye. Some would say the entertainment dollar. If you're going out to games, I, I get it, but I you know there's been. Uh, you know, a drop from, the call, Jamal. Yeah, from last year where it got people that were guys and gals that were watching last year have decided to go in another direction. I'm just curious as to the reason. You know, there's got to be some reason why. Maybe, you know, if you're asking, you know, when we were going through it, Taz, the, the ultimate reason why, I, I do think the lack of a super team combined with the injuries probably are the reason why. Um, you know, the chase of uh, – I do think people love to hate on super teams, but I do think they enjoy watching, you know, all-time great teams play. Right. Um, and that's what the Golden State Warriors, when Durant, Thompson, Curry, and Green were all healthy, you know, that is an all-time great team out there in Golden State. We don't have that, right? I mean, no, no. And it feels like overnight they fell apart. Like, yeah, it's just right. gone. And, I mean? and it's easy for you and I. We both live on the East Coast, right? Yeah. And we both do our show here, uh, you know, on CBS Sports Radio, Monday through Friday on the East Coast. And... You know, we have, you know, some would say East Coast bias. If you're out West, you get to watch it. But in right now, the Clippers and the Lakers are the two most intriguing stories out West. So it's hard for me to say, okay, well, it's now changed to the West. No, because the Golden State Warriors right, have right. been, you know, the story in the right. NBA for the last handful of years. And they're yeah. out West. They're out West, yeah. Uh, let's talk to Alan uh, in St. Louis. Alan, you're on with Taz the Moose. How you doing? Well, good morning to my two favorite morning hosts. How you doing? Alan, good morning, brother. How What's are you? What's up, Alan? Hey, I learned one thing in radios. Kiss it up to the host is the first thing you got to do when you get on the show. Yes, well, sir. Hey, Alan, yes, you are sir. right. You are a smart man. You learned correctly. <laughs> hey, That's you, a I good job. My dad did a radio show for 30 years here in St. Louis, so I know. But <laughs> I tell you, I think one of the reasons, uh, first of all, after the NBA is not worried about ratings going down. The right. NBA will worry about ratings going down when the advertisers start worrying. That's fair. And right now, advertiser revenue is not down. So I think sometimes we get kind of caught up in ratings, especially after 14 games. I think we kind of get caught up. It's, it's good to talk about, but I don't think Adam Silver is really worried because I don't think no major advertiser has said, I'm pulling my sponsorship because the ratings are down. 
Now, one of the reasons, I, I, I can name two reasons the, the Raiders are down in the East Coast. The two biggest box office names that would have been shown on the East Coast a lot are not playing. Kevin Durant and Zion Williamson. Right. True. Right. I think those, and, and let's face it, all the, the, the good teams in the East, but the real star power, the name power, is out West. I watched that Dallas game last night. This Luka Doncic is amazing. Yeah. Kid's a great what? player. Great 20 player. years old. Unbelievable. He, he's 20 years old. He's yeah. a great player. Kid. Yeah. But with him being in the Western Conference, a lot of his games are going to come on at 10:30 in the east if they're if they're uh if they're playing on one of the networks. Right, right. So I you know I I think that's kind of a problem, but I think it I think maybe it'll all balance out. And let's face it. Television ratings are different than they were 30 years ago. First of all, you got you got 300 channels. So if you're not a sports fan, you're not forced to watch sports. You've got NFL football going on. Let's face it, and there are a lot of stories going on because football is king until until after the Super Bowl. Absolutely, absolutely. But not just the Alan, not just the TV end of the aspect. You're right because you know if you have satellite TV, you have a cable. You got three hundred channels. You got three hundred channels. But the thing is too, like with with folks that are maybe in their twenties and thirties, they're not even watching TV. And Alan, we appreciate the call. I mean, they're on their phone watching stuff. They're on their iPad watching stuff. They're watching Hulu, streaming TV. They're watching whatever you know, uh, Netflix. Yeah, you know, so it's a, it's a whole we pull in content as a society different than we did years ago, right? I I I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Uh, but we're also looking at the ratings from a year to year basis, right? So I mean, and yes, there are more and more cut cord cutters each and every year, getting rid of cable and everything and the like. And um, I, I I do think that when you look at this league, though, um, yeah. I, I get pulling viewers from different revenue streams, and I, certainly when you look at streaming devices and you look at tablets and you know computers, phones, whatever sure. it might be, but um, you're looking at the general overall rating on ESPN and TNT, and we're going from year to year. Well, I'm not looking; we're not looking at five, ten years ago. Certainly, the ratings model has changed from a decade ago to now. Right. I don't know how much it's really changed from eighteen to nineteen or nineteen to twenty. Um, you know, it's it's all kind of relatively similar. I know people cut cords all over the place and they get rid of their cable and everything and the like. Has it been that much to affect the ratings the way that the NBA's ratings have been affected this year? I don't know if that's necessarily no, the case. I, I, no, I, I, that's not what I'm saying. What I mean is, like, I think there's more distractions f- for content, to pull content in. Yeah. And maybe basketball gets put to the side because it's early in the year, that type of thing. No, I get that. I get that. That's you know fair. I mean? That's what I'm saying. Let's go out to Baltimore, talk to Jason, listen on 1300 AM. Jason, you're on with Taz and the Moose. Hey, guys, good morning. morning. What's up, Jason? So uh, I think that some of it has to do with the way the players are migrating these days. Uh, in past years, you would be able to tune into Toronto if you wanted to see Kawhi or tune into New Orleans if you wanted to see AD or, or even OKC games if you wanted to see George and Westbrook. Now those players have now gone to team with other players so those are teams now that aren't getting watched when maybe historically they would be getting watched based off people wanting to see those teams play because of those players. Now you can just tune into a Lakers game whenever you can, and you can see both those guys. You can turn into a Clippers game and see those guys. So right. I, I think that has something to do with it also. Well, yeah, I mean, Jason, you, you know, the people – so you think the, the frustration of the NBA fan of about the player movement or people not understanding or not knowing where players are? Is that what you're talking uh, I think that, I think that the – where you had other options to watch other teams because of certain players being there, 
Oh. I think that those options are gone now because those players that you used to watch are now playing with, with other teams. Other guys, so right, other teams, the, right. It's not the confusion of them moving. It's the fact that now you don't have to t- really tune in to see the Raptors if you no, want to fair. why because now he's on, he's on the Clippers. Right, and, a lot, and most, yeah, of these better, most of these better players, that's a good point, most of these better players, to your point, Jason, too, and they're on the West Coast. Thanks for the call, dude. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, no, it's it's yeah, I, like the other, like we had a call here a moment ago. Say I, I don't think Adam Silver's sweating the whole thing, but still, I think it's something to 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 figure out or, or, or keep an eye on as as we evolve here. So Andrew Bogus just walked in. We've been waiting for you, Andrew. What's up, Andrew? He's ready for his update. Why yeah. doesn't somebody just like yell out the door? Like, what's Mike doing? He can't come get me when well, he realizes I'm working. Get every morning. Work on his podcast. Yeah, Mike oh, is working, right. working on his podcast. That's true. This is the editing hour. Oh my god. Anyway, so yeah, Mike was dealing with engineering because we had a little bit of an issue with the phone lines, Andrew. So there are things going on here. Mike is always doing his job. I can assure you that. Did you notice how quickly I try to throw one of our yes. colleagues under the bus? Well, yes, that, well, that's yeah. what I love about that's you. That's what you do. To be honest yeah. with you. I mean, you're great That's at your that. thing. That's one of the things that it's I really not, do like about you. It's not your fault. <laughs> Me? Never it's not our fault. fault. I no, know exactly not, no, who's no. doing that, creating right. that problem. Yes. Every who? single day. Who? Yes. What are you talking about? I'll tell you about? off the air. Okay. I, I'm waiting for you to, waiting for you to tell no. me. Oh well, the God. Tiki and Tierney crew come in here and they take all everything off these desks every day for oh, their TV oh, show. And oh. they just throw everything underneath the consoles oh. with no regard really? for... Yeah. Do they really? Yeah. Who's the producer of that show? Mike Samter. Oh, Mike I know Samter. Mike. I know Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Little guy. Great. Yeah, yeah. Nice guy. Pocket-sized. I know. Oh, that's not. Now we're gonna make. We're gonna body shame people now. And that's the business we're in now. Yeah, I oh. am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. There you go. I Very didn't know nice. they do that. And yeah. Uh, yeah. wow, I'm friends with those guys. I'm probably better friends with Teak and Tierney than a lot of you guys here, to be honest with you. Oh, well, not good. not mm. st- <laughs> good connection. No, Great to know. Well, yeah. Well, and you should have known that. Yeah, I, I didn't. Well, because hey, I don't. Do you ha- know Taz? By I don't way. hang out with you know. And they're showing. They're pre-showing. You know, I don't. I don't do that. You know, what I mean, that's not my thing. So, uh, can you blow your nose a little more into the microphone, Moose? I'm just no, I lo- shut the microphone off. Well, I know. I saw a red light. and uh, well, I turned loud- it back on after I was oh, wiping my nose. it's a loud blow. Loud yeah, blow. well, I, I, we've been down that road before. I know. I apologize. There's okay. nothing I can do about it. Sorry. Take another sick day, Moose. No. Uh, yes. It's, we need to keep grinding here. We don't, <laughs> this, yeah, don't, yeah. Don't abuse the sick days. When you're sick, you come to work. Wear a snorkel, wear a coat or something. Wear a snorkel. Yeah, wear a snorkel. <laughs> yes, I'll wear a snorkel. <laughs> a full face mask. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, no, so, yeah, no, we had a little problem with the phone line device. That's what it was. And Mike, uh, being a great producer, was on top of it. Man. Yeah, like, yeah, Martin uh, come in, yeah. engineering, figure it out. I like Martin. Martin. He's, he's a good guy. I like Martin. He's a good guy, too, but he, he's kind of dressed like he's going to a wedding. He's, he he's is got, a like, fancy guy. He's got, like, on. He's got he a scarf on. Like, hey, guys. Yeah. I'm like, bro, it's 6.30 a.m. Eastern. Yes. He's not actually just came for the club. No. He might have. <laughs> no, he's got, he he's got a, one, a beautiful family. I'm sure he does, yeah. but he just... He, but he does, look, he does look sharp. Navy man. Is oh, that really? true? Yeah. I, I did know not that. know that about yeah. Marty. I did not know that. Correct. All right. I didn't I learned something yes. every day from Mark Malusis here. There you, you go. Smart yeah. up to everybody. Facts. Only the facts. Only the fa- no, I actually... <laughs> facts. I, I ask people how they're doing. <laughs> It's amazing. What, just it's amazing. Take my coffee. It's amazing <laughs> what happens when you actually strike up a conversation with somebody. <laughs> What's going on, Bogus? Oh, here's your report. I almost spit take. Don't do that when you see me drinking coffee. Damn it, Moose! You almost got me there. I got Andrew. What's You're going on, Andrew? Hey, thanks for asking, Taz. Uh, it's a report. It's a report. That's what they're called. Oh, and it's sponsored man. by Geico. Great news! There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15 percent or more on car insurance. 
Because apparently most of you are not watching the NBA. You missed this last night. 172 career games, 17 official misses. Finally, a three-pointer for Ben Simmons. Nilakina, a below-average three-point shooter. There's Simmons! Zoom off on NBC Sports Philadelphia. That almost improbable drought is now over. Simmons finished with 18 points and 13 assists as his Sixers down the Knicks. 109-104 after trailing by 17 in the third quarter. We just made it hard on ourselves. The energy from the the first half wasn't there. Um, The physicality, it just wasn't there. And we had to pick it up. We knew we knew. you know, we put ourselves in a hole, but we got we got out of it lucky. Joel Embiid had a 23 points and 12 boards. The Clippers won a thriller at Staples Center, 107-104 over the Celtics in overtime. Jason Tatum forcing extra time with a three with 13 seconds left. Patrick Beverly three-pointers and a Kawhi Leonard block of Kemba Walker laid. Got L.A. the W. The Rockets' eight-game win streak ended in Denver, 105-95. Utah won in Minnesota, 103-95 for a split of their home-and-home. And the Mavericks destroyed the Warriors, 142-94. That's Golden State's worst loss since 1973. And in just 25 minutes, Luka Doncic posted 35 points, 10 boards, and 11 assists. Memphis freshman forward James Wiseman suspended an additional 11 games, so 12 total, because his family took money from Penny Hardaway to move two years ago. Hardaway was then Wiseman's high school coach. Now he's Memphis's coach. The NCAA also wants Wiseman to donate 11 grand to a charity of his choice because he has $11,000 lying around to give to a charity. Unbelievable. (laughs) After all of that, the Tigers beat Little Rock 68-58. Second-ranked Louisville dismissed USC Upstate 76-50. And number five, North Carolina beat Elon 75-61. It's the Texans and the Colts in Houston on Thursday Night Football. The winner has sole possession of first in the AFC South. Bears QB Mitch Trubisky practiced fully yesterday in Chicago. Head coach Matt Nagy says Trubisky starts Sunday against the Giants as long as his hip pointer is fine. The New York Rangers beat the Capitals 4-1 and the NHL suspending Washington winger Garnet Hathaway three games for spitting on Anaheim defenseman Eric Goodbranson during a fight earlier this week. And next season will be Jimmy Johnson's final season as a full-time NASCAR driver. Johnson, a seven-time series champ. Guys. 19 years on the NASCAR circuit mm. for Jimmy Johnson. Tiny man. Yes. 855 That's just an observation. Yes, he is. Small guy. but They he, all are, most of those drivers. Yeah, they really are. You're right about that. Talking Makes about. me feel good. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not into the body shaming, but uh, as you were you're, saying, eight five five two one two four two two seven. No, no. 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 Whoa, 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 wait, what? What? I, I, I body shame. Who? Uh, everyone that doesn't have muscles. No, that's really? really? No, that's true. Yeah, that's true. yeah, that is really. True. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got to work on that. Pete, is that true? That is true. I have no comment. Okay, yeah. well, so it is. That's a yes. That's a yes. I got to work on that then. All right, I'm trying to work on my shortcomings as a you know being a, a better coworker. Nice. Progress. Great. Yeah. All for 2020. All for the holidays. Well, we'll see. I don't know about 2020. I'm talking about for 19. Ah. We're still in 19. <laughs> Get it in while you can. 2020 will be it. a different story. Finish strong. <laughs> Holy different story. All right. On that note, 855-212-4227. There you go. All right. See you later, Andrew. Good job, buddy. Yeah, Who is the uh, face of the NFL? We'll get into that next. It's Taz and the Moose with you here on this Thursday morning. CBS Sports Radio. Coast to coast, pillar to post. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio.
It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, Team of the Week is brought to you by Ferguson. This week, it's the Los Angeles Lakers. Lakers have won five straight. They have the best record in the NBA at 12-2, and 9-1 and one in their last 10. Brought to you by Ferguson. Ferguson is proud to be a part of what you do, and thanks to their uh, new app, finding and ordering uh, the products you need has never been easier. Download today to get started. That is our good friends over at Ferguson. As we talk a little bit about the NFL face of the league, we had a good conversation about MVP up until this point. Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson had a a poll out there on social media as well that went Lamar Jackson's way decidedly. Uh, Taz, and, uh, you know, you look at the face of the league right now. Um, You know, could you make the argument that Lamar Jackson is also, you know, not just the MVP up until this stage, but also the face of the NFL? Uh, could yeah, I think you can make that argument. I think, it, it, uh, well, I think it's a little bit of a difference too between, the, and it could be the same guy. I think I think you more or less just said this. I believe this. The MVP doesn't have to be the same guy as the face of the league, right or wrong. No, you know I, I agree mean? with that. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's an interesting topic. I mean, um, face of the NFL. Uh, is it Lamar Jackson? I mean, I felt like last year. If we could just go back in time a little bit. I felt like last year it was Pat Mahomes. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Right? So I don't feel like this year it's Pat Mahomes. I don't. Um, and I felt like for a lot of years, I would say it was probably Tom Brady. Right? And I feel like that's obviously changed as Brady gets older. Um, is it Lamar Jackson? I mean, I, I I can't think of anybody else who would be better right now. He's a fun-loving kid when you see him on camera in the press conferences. He's obviously talented as heck. Talent, talented as heck. Um, he's a talking point. His team is dominating right now. The Ravens are. They're playing great. So, I don't know. I, I think um, I think he might be, for me, the MVP, as I said the other day, I also think he might be the face thing. I don't think it's, I, I don't think it's um, um, Baker Mayfield. I don't. Do you? Uh, no, no. I, I think Lamar Jackson is the, the face of the oh, league so right flat now. Out, you yeah, I, I do. Um, I, you know, but I don't think he's the MVP of the league. That's where, and I, you know, I think there is that right. differentiation, which you mentioned, uh, because I, I, I do think, uh, it, it's different, the style and fashion, which he plays quarterback. I think certainly the excitement level, uh, the way the Ravens have played the exciting plays, the highlight real plays that he's had up until this point in time. I think uh, his presence on the field, some of the videos that you've seen from his uh, interactions with his teammates and coaches on the sideline, I think that has all led to it. Uh, You know, Mahomes has had a down year in terms of throwing the football as compared to where it was a year ago, whether it be injuries to his receivers or himself. uh, And the Chiefs have not uh, been at nearly what they were offensively last year. Uh, So I think that's affected Mahomes a little bit in terms of his popularity. But, yeah, I think right now I think you're right on hand. I do think Lamar Jackson is. I, I think the one thing with Mahomes, just to circle back for a second on what you said about Mahomes, I agree with you. I do think that you got to add in there too. I you got to give some credits. I think to, to you know some of these defenses, defensive coordinators, kind of figured them out a little bit. Not figured them out, but you know what I mean. They can coach up against them a little bit better. I think that's something that that uh, is important to mention. In yeah, my no, no. I, I, you know, I, 
I'll be honest with you. I, you know, I, I think it's I think it's more a case of injury um, than I, I think if they're healthy with Watkins and Hill and Hardman, the rookie out of Georgia. Um, you know, and the one knock would be the fact that you know their ground game nearly isn't what it once was. The offensive line, Fisher's injury, uh, certainly has been an issue as well. Um, you know, we can agree to disagree. I, I, I think when the Chiefs are healthy, I, I think their offense is really, really dynamic. But they have not really been healthy uh, for the better part of all year long for a, a number of different guys all over the place. Um, and, you know, for Mahomes, clearly, I mean, it's not like he's going anywhere. Uh, it's not like he is not going to once again rise in the National Football League. But I, And I do think it helps Lamar Jackson that he is on the East Coast. He's not out West. Um, I do think that, you know, opens things up a little bit for him, uh, you know, as compared to, say, you know, you look at Russell Wilson, who I believe is the MVP of the league. I know we disagree on that, and you're going to go Lamar's way. Um, but, you know, I think Russell Wilson certainly, you know, kind of, uh, you know, even for a guy that's still in well into his prime of his career, is not old by any stretch of the imagination. I, I, I still think Russell Wilson gets hurt by the fact that he plays up in Seattle a little bit. I think I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that for sure. Um, you know, I would think if you're talking face of the league, though, too, like that's why I kind of mentioned Baker Mayfield. Not, and I don't think he is the face of the league. He's definitely not the MVP. But I think that before the NFL season started, with all the scuttlebutt, and we were part of that scuttlebutt, uh, with Beckham, with Odell Beckham going, going from the Giants, going to the Browns, uh, and would having Jarvis Landry there and, and stuff and the weapons, all the offensive weapons and Miles Garrett on defense. Again, I'm going back before the season. Yeah. Then Denzel Ward, the excellent cornerback out of Ohio State. Uh, safe, uh, 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 cornerback, I should say, yeah. I, I, I'm just saying I do think that you would think that Mayfield would have had the chance. If you would have said before the season, who will be the face yeah, of the league? Yeah, I probably would have said Mayfield. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. because yeah. there were all those weapons. Yeah, for and, sure. Yeah, yeah, but that didn't happen. No, <laughs> no, it hasn't happened, right? That's what I mean. It didn't not, happen. They haven't been a good team. Mayfield's really struggled this year, and I think he's turned a lot of people off with his demeanor and the way that he's answered some questions, the way that he's conducted and carried himself, Taz. But I agree with you. I, I, I never thought I'd be sitting here as we get set for you know Thursday Night Football later on tonight. Week 12 in the NFL regular season is here. I never thought before the start of the year, if you told me we'd be having this discussion, I'd be saying Lamar Jackson is the face of the league. I would have told you were crazy. If you yeah. asked me, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, middle of the summer, uh, we're doing shows, and, and we threw this question out there, I would have been like, no, you're insane. That's never going to happen. I yeah. would have probably put odds at like 150 to 1 uh, of that transpiring. I, you know, I was not – I'm not going to – I love watching him play. I think he's unbelievable. I give him all the credit in the world. I never thought him having this kind of a year, especially throwing the football that he's had. So I give him all the credit. Uh, and it's a it's an unbelievable rise from where he was a year ago as a quarterback to where he is this year as a quarterback. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but you know, the thing is, I think if we're putting a button on it, I would, I you know, I think we kind of both agree that it is Lamar Jackson. Mike, you think it's Lamar Jackson? I do, and to Moose's point, it's incredible thinking back to the summer he was on nobody's radar and just right. the job he's done in 11 weeks, it's phenomenal. He, he's one of the guys in the NFL you have to watch. I think Harbaugh, you got to give his head coach some credit. They give him a lot of freedom out there, the way he balls, the way he plays that quarterback spot. Who, who's it for you, uh, Pete? I, I would say Lamar Jackson. He's starting to distinguish himself right. uh, from the pack. Right, right. Um, long term, I, I could see him being one of the faces, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like he's you know he's definitely an important face, if not the face of the NFL right now. And, you know, 
he's, he's, it's infectious. He's an infectious kid. Watched him play, watched him talk, watched the way he acts. Unless you're not a Ravens fan, you're a hater of the Ravens, or they're playing your team, you know, you're like, wow, it's tough not to root for him. Kind of way Mahomes was and still is. Mahomes comes off like a very nice, happy-go-lucky kid who's a hard worker and does the right thing, you know. Plus, he's in the advantageous position of being a quarterback. And, right. you know, I, I, I think, you know, uh, you know, Dalvin Cook's an MVP candidate. You know, sure. But we're not having a discussion that Dalvin Cook is the MVP of the league. Like Christian McCaffrey down in Carolina, uh, you know, has been unbelievable for the Panthers this year. Uh, you know, but we're not having the discussion that he's the, the, MVP, uh, the, the face of the league. And right. I, I do think being the quarterback, obviously – you know, it does help, you know, push Lamar That's Jackson. Point. You know, good a point. lot of the names yeah. that we've mentioned, you know, they're pretty much all quarterbacks, right? right? right I mean, right, we're not right. talking about Khalil Mack. We're not talking about Aaron Donald. Donald we're not, right, right, we're right. not talking about, uh, you know, any, any running backs whatsoever. You know, we had to, you know, you throw Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson. You look yeah. at Aaron Rodgers, old man River out there in Green Bay. You look at Drew Brees, even up there, Tom Brady, you threw his name out there. We're all, you know, it's all within the quarterback realm. You're right, though. I mean, it's a good point about the quarterback thing. Let me ask you, if we go back in time, like years ago, right? Like, so, like, uh, Lawrence Taylor, the yeah. great Lawrence Taylor, you know, at the linebacker out of the Giants, amazing, amazing player, best best you know, edge rush, outside linebacker guy I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I feel like, would you agree with this? Like, back in that era, that day, during those, you know, a good chunk of those years, he was the face of the NFL? Do you agree um... with that? I mean, there's a lot of great players that, that played in his generation. You know, I, you know, it might be a different topic, but I'm just saying. Because I'm talking than, about a defensive guy. No, That's what I'm it. saying. More you know? of a face of the league than Montana? I feel because he was more of a bombastic personality. You know what I mean? He was, and he's playing in New York. No knock on San Francisco. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Especially during that uh, time, you know? Yeah, I, I, uh, I think it's closer than it is now. Right. I don't know if I necessarily say he was the face of the league at that stage. I, I, I think he was probably closer to being it than any defensive player is now. There was a lot of great players, offensive players during that era. That, you know, there was. Well, I mean, you had Elway, you had Marino, you had Montana. Yeah. I well, mean, QBs, had, QBs, QBs, right, QBs, right. You had Jim Kelly. Uh, right, yeah, right. I mean, I'm just running through the quarterbacks at 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 that stage Stunts, in the yeah. National Football League. I mean, you had uh, a tremendous era of, of quarterbacks in the National Football League. I mean, that '83 draft class is is historic. Because <laughs> I wonder if it was I maybe mean, because. Being tri-state area, New York based, and you know, then and even now, I'm wondering maybe for me that's why I felt like maybe that's why I felt like Lawrence Taylor was the face of it back then. I'm talking about because it's a defensive player. Because I think you bring up a really interesting thing there that uh, we're talking about all quarterbacks, you know. And I'm trying to think what was the last defensive player? I mean. That could be considered. I mean, Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis is considered a defense. No, uh, I would probably say the, face of the league, right? Uh, Back in his era. Yeah, I mean, I don't uh, know. He was. Uh, he was. Well, he was very. Heck, man. Yeah, he's very popular. But I, I think Ray Lewis. If you, you, you want to drill down, I think everything that happened outside, you know, in that Atlanta Super Bowl, right. I think affected right. the way people looked at Ray Lewis. Um, and so, uh, but if you're asking me, the guy that was closest to being a defensive player, I would say you hit the guy. I'd say it was LT. You think LT, huh? Yeah. I think like we're missing some. That's why I just threw out there Ray Lewis. I'm just thinking, yeah. I mean, I, I, I that's why I said LT. I because see, I re, and that's a lot of years ago, as we know. I mean, some yeah, I mean, Reggie listeners. White. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Reggie great White. Player. Went, I mean, Reggie White amazing. when he left via free agency was, from the Eagles to the, right, Packers. To the Packers. I mean, that was great. I mean, great that player. was a historic move. I mean, that was the the you know the big when free agency finally opened up in the National Football League. That was a monumental move. But no, it. it you know, I guess I, I, I look at I think the guy that was probably closest, I don't think White was, but I, I, I do think the guy that was closest to was probably Taylor. Yeah, because 
to me, I, I, in my opinion, I think being the face of Leaf doesn't just mean that you have you got to be a great player. There's no doubt, but it doesn't just mean that. You know, I think it's it's got to be you got to be great on camera. You got to be great in interviews. You got to be <clears throat> doing stuff in the community, like a like a like a JJ Watt as a modern day defensive player. I know he's with the injury, but I'm saying like a JJ Watt type guy. <clears throat> all the great stuff he's done in communities. How great he's well spoken. How great of a player he is. So, I mean, I think that's where you can put a Lamar Jackson in there as the current, current young guy. You know what I mean? Like, I think the face of the league is not just, I don't put words in your mouth, I look at it like it's not just being a great player. you got to have some other attributes. Yeah, I mean, but we haven't seen Jackson in, in terms of doing commercials or being a national pitch man or, you know, or anything like that. But we've seen him in pressers. He's, he's, he's an interesting kid to listen to. Oh, no, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not denying that. But, no, but I, I'm just, just yeah, a conversation. For sure, like, for sure. I mean, I, I think it's, I, I think when you look at, I, I think when you look at Jackson, though, I think he, the thing that excites people to watch him play, uh, play in and play out, because you never know exactly what you're going to get watching him play. I mean, it's amazing. He really is. No doubt about it. Uh, we got a great Thursday night matchup. We'll get into that next. It's Taz and the Moose with you here, right here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 